Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. What are we up to? Uh, episode 175? I think so, yes. Unbecoming uh, of Age, really? the podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Who are you? Yes. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, now I'm all, all flustered. Uh, I live in Iowa. I'm Colin Flynn. Uh, co-host John M. Craig. That's me. That's the guy who interrupted the flow. I just you, yeah. When you got, because uh, I'm thinking to myself, eh, I think this is 176. But I because I I don't even know the last time we recorded. But I think it was a good week and a half ago. It's been a we, there's been a hiatus, a little little bit, and we can talk about that. But uh, yeah, uh, how you living? What's up? Uh, I say large and in charge. No, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm living. My tummy hurts though. It's is that what a forty-eight-year-old man says? I, my tummy. <laughs> pretty, much, pretty much everything hurts. Yeah, yeah. At a certain age, I, I was that's, I was thinking about that today. I thought if you know people say you know if you could go back and 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 uh, you know be at a certain age, uh, you know what would you pick? I would just go back to the age where where nothing hurt, <laughs> whenever the hell that was. But, but uh, yeah, just. Uh, there, there was, I'm sure, a day. I don't remember when it was, but uh, nothing was painful. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Tori was just here with uh, a couple of her friends. We uh, had sort of a, a, a New Orleans-esque dinner. We had uh, red beans and rice, which was uh, I enjoyed. And uh, anyway, her friends, when they walked in, I, I, I said, what's cracking, homie? And one of her friends just, uh, he just thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. What's cracking, homie? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Caught him off. He, he's probably... <laughs> probably baked he's probably just smoked a lot of weed i don't know do you, do you this these are this is like a 16 year old 17 yeah, year old yeah, yeah something like yeah, that yeah. so one of the things i may have talked about this on the show i don't really remember it'd be like uh, cameron my son 17 yes i heard him on the phone i was i was inside the house at the dining room table he's in the kitchen on the phone with one of friends his friends and i'm kind of not really paying attention partially because I'm not that interested, and it's it's fascinating that a 17-year-old is actually talking on the phone That's anywhere true. near uh, one of their parents, and I just heard him saying, like, word. He said word a lot, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, what, that word, and I'm, I'm like, word. word came back? That was like a, that was like a, an early, an 80s thing. Word. Word was like an affirmation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so and, uh, yeah, I didn't realize surprising. that was. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a big thing either. But but maybe you know, I guess. And and well, so and then, and then uh, well, I don't know where to start here because I don't want to necessarily jump into why I, it was so challenging for me to. I don't have a lot to tell about my little trip, but uh, to record. It was kind uh, of a big trip, though, wasn't it? You were. We, you were well, no, we, we, it was so. It was. Um, as as some of you who listen know that I had been working as a theatrical teamster, which is a a, a driver on movies and television shows and some there are events as well. And there's trailer work offloading and you know loading into a a, a, a trailer uh, with equipment for like uh, concerts and events. You know, mm-hmm. you know like a Broadway musical or a concert. And I, I don't do that much, but I have been driving quite a bit for a good year and a half. And it uh, kind of slows down after the holidays, and I hadn't gotten any work, and it turned out that uh, I got a call from my friend Ray, who owns uh, a company called the Golf Swing Shirt Company. And, you know, it's a compression fabric, like an Under Armour type 
fabric shirt, you know, one of the stretchy ones that has four holes in it, you know, two, you know, cut off sleeves for your arms to go through, you know, a hole around the neck for your head to go through, and it's got the sleeve. Every time you say, every time you say, you know, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. I do know what you're talking. You about. do know. You know because you're aware of the product. You're aware of the thing. But you know, yeah. a lot of shirts that you pull over your head have you know one, two, three, four holes. This one actually has five. Great. Right? There's a hole at the bottom to push over your head. The one that goes around your waist. You know, left and right for your arms, uh, and the one for your head to pop out of around the neck. And this one has a fifth one, which is a sleeve on the front of the chest so you look it's like a you know like a trunk and that's one is you know or it looks like a straight jacket and then what you do is you pull your arms you put the shirt on you put your arm through your left and your right and then you take your arms you pull them inside the shirt and you kind of you know push both arms down the center sleeve Kind of like yeah, even when you're a kid. I don't know. Some some people as a as a children, as a child, you would might take your shirt and kind of mix it up and take like one sleeve and put both your arms through the sleeves through the front or just to be weird. It's kind of like that. And so, but it allows you to keep your arms connected and and close to your body to you know make sure your arms don't fly out and you're this good connected swing. It just it's it's a principle that was created a long time. By a golfer, I think I don't know, and and so and and they used to some trainers would or people would would tie their arms up together with something or you know like bands to do that. Well, this is sort of that same concept, and he patented it and whatever. And so I went down to Orlando, Florida, to um, work with him uh, for a week to do the golf uh, the PGA merchandise show. So it's a trade show, essentially. It's uh, four days, one day on a, on a golf course and then three door, days indoors and just to do some photo videos. I drove 2,400 miles, or I split the driving with Ray, and we went down there with Ray, mm-hmm. his brother Jimmy, their dad Mike, who's 83, and okay. myself. Near and Disney World. Correct? Really close to Disney World. Like we stayed in a house in Kissimmee, Florida, mm-hmm. and... Uh, and and it was, but it was a day with long days. You know, you've been to trade shows. You know what it's like. Yeah, it's you, a you're with your work colleagues almost the entire time. Yes, you are. You know, yeah. if you're not, you know, uh, you probably don't share a room. But in my case, we were sharing a house. So it's like you start your day with them. You work. You're spending most of your day, almost all of your day with them, and you know, you go home with them and probably go out to dinner with them. We had one vehicle, and it was just, you know, so and a lot of walking when you do these trade shows. You know, you just moving around. Even yeah. if you're just in your booth, there's big, working, big yeah. halls and places that you gotta go walk right. to, and yeah, everything's everything's load in, yeah. load out yeah. is a pain in the ass. It's like depending on yeah. the size of your booth and what you have to have. You know, like you could use the venue, like use Freeman, like the big company. It costs a fortune, you know. But um, so. So we kind of did it all ourselves. Um, their their dad, their eighty three year old dad, who has high blood pressure, a bad hip. He's in good shape. He's fine, but uh, <laughs> for the most part, you know what I mean. Like he yeah. even he wasn't a pain in the ass. We weren't stopping like every ten minutes to go to the bathroom. Uh, you know, on the drive down Route ninety five South or back along the East Coast. And he, um, but he has AFib like you, and 
he he would check his blood pressure in the morning, and one morning he went into AFib. It was the morning yeah. after he did a lot of walking, and I think there's a level of stress to it. So he stayed home right. that day. This was last Thursday. And um, in the middle of the day, they couldn't get in touch with their dad. Now, their dad doesn't have a smartphone. He has like a little, a little, a tiny little phone. Couldn't even tell you the brand of it. Um, you know, it would be like alphanumeric texting if he even has texting on his plan. I think he plays 10 cents a minute, like $10 a month. And it's ten cents a minute it's one of for phone people calls. Phones, yeah, he doesn't buttons. use. Yeah. It's not like the jitterbug or whatever, but but he's interested in possibly getting, you know, yeah. upgrading his phone or whatever. And so, sure, like yeah. even on the ride down there, I put one of the football games on uh, the Kansas City game mm-hmm. on my iPad. I use my, you know, and so he's sitting in the car, and I'm thinking to myself, God, a guy born in the '30s. I think he was born in like the late 30s, right? 83? I don't know. He 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 um he's sitting in a van like driving down the country and he's got a portable color television on his lap and is he watching a live football game? And even for me, I'm like, that's pretty fucking awesome. That's it pretty is. miraculous, yeah. right? Yeah, for anybody. So, yeah. so anyway, so so he we're down in Florida. A lot of people retire to Florida because of the taxes and the weather and uh and all of a sudden, they couldn't get in touch with their dad, you know. And here we are working the trade show. We're at least tw- we're about at least twenty minutes away, and we're getting toward the end of the trade show. So chances are he doesn't have a charger for his phone, and the phone died, right? Oh my God. Right. At the yeah. same time, he went into AFib. He's by himself. He's got a bad <laughs> hip, so he probably didn't. He while he may have some level of sundowning and dementia, it's not terrible, you know. Like right. So uh, he. He, they they said John can you can you call up the security gate at the property that we're at I said sure mm-hmm. sure so I look into it I get the number I call I call a number it's not the right number and it turns out that it's the the uh, owners association the homeowners association or something okay cool tell them the situation blah 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 eighty three years old he's in the house just want to check on him can we have security go on this she tells me no you can't have security go they have to stay at the security gate okay we don't have anything to anyone to check on I said just want you to ring the bell and whatever and they call me back so I call security anyway I ask them I'm like okay they say the same exact thing no problem they give me another number I call an office number i have no idea who i'm calling tell them the situation and they said um yeah we don't have anyone to do that but you should call uh the county sheriff's department non-emergency number i'll give it to you and they will send someone out for a wellness visit and my mind was like what huh and then i realized oh there's a lot of elderly down there oh yeah sure Right, so I called up the number. The woman was super nice. The sheriff's department, super nice. Um, I tell them the situation. It's not my dad. It's my, you know, my boss's dad. He and his brother are here with me, but they're busy right now. I said he's eighty-three. Here's the situation. They ask me questions like medical history. I tell them as much as I know. Give them my number, and she said we'll send out um, a sheriff's deputy um, as soon as uh, we have, you know no emergency calls whatever you know like they're not going to pull someone off of an emergency call and i'm telling you it was like so quick called me back and i didn't get his name but he was super nice and uh sure enough he went there and he rings the bell checks on him and and then there was a house phone we didn't know the number for the house phone and even if we had dialed it you know their dad mike is hard of hearing and he doesn't he's not really great about turning on his hearing aid all the time like i don't think he would have answered the phone 
you know sure, so yeah. so it was yeah. great you know it was like having that peace of mind because even though you don't want to think the worst you know it, it, it's scary you know yeah it's like yeah. so and so, uh, uh, probably a so, lot of people, like you said, in Florida, that are, could potentially mm-hmm. be walking around in in that same kind of situation. So, right. Yeah. And and the reason, one of the reasons I was going to bring bring up something about that, I was going to bring up my friend Ray and his brother and their dad, and particularly Ray and his brother, um, who are in their late fifties. And and one of the things that because you mentioned something, would you say how's it hanging, homie? What do you say? How'd you say it? What's cracking, homie? What's cracking, homie? Okay, so, and and this the teenager liked it. So, Ray makes references to crack all the time. He'll be like, blah blah blah. That's like blah 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 on crack. On yo, crack, yeah. yo, your podcast is like a really bad radio show, morning show on crack. You know, and and I'm like, I don't think there are so many drugs that have. I don't think that crack is a thing anymore. Like I don't um, think I don't think that resonates with a young generation. There's new drugs for sure, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, I, you can still get crack, can't you? I mean, yeah, I think. I, I mean, I, I think I don't know if it's worth it. I have no idea, but <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just not. I'm not cost average. You could use on I, some other. <laughs> I just think we can do better when, than than saying you know, yo, that beer is like um Guinness on crack, or that beer is like Guinness. On steroids. Like, I don't like those two. I'm not a big fan. That is like, your show is like a morning show on the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a mask. I'm wearing it right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Colin, uh, I've got got one of these masks on right now. And uh, I feel like there's no way I'm going to get, can a a cat, is a cat a carrier? Cat's probably a cure. I got bit by a fucking cat the other night. Really? Was that? Yeah, we went to a. uh, How do you get bit bitten by a cat? These these friends of ours have a cat that's an that's an asshole. It's an asshole cat. I wasn't even harassing the cat. I just reached down to pet the cat. The cat turned around and bit me. Wow. Yeah. What dick? Kind of a excuse me a dinner party thing and um, (laughs) that's like a dog on crack. That's a dog on the fucking coronavirus and. uh, I hope it doesn't have the coronavirus or the cat scratch fever. I, I don't. I don't think. I mean, what is it like? Five people have the coronavirus in this country. We should all be worried about it, though. I mean, no, but five people. I mean, I don't know. People are talking about. It. I was at the Y tonight. I was uh, sitting in the in the uh, in the sauna, and uh, the, we were uh, there, and uh, I didn't take long, and somebody brought up the coronavirus, which is, you know, when you're in a room with a bunch of strangers and everybody's sweating profusely uh, in a very tight space and somebody starts talking about the coronavirus you you know really gives you peace of mind it's uh no it's like shut up you fucking crackhead (laughs) yeah no um yeah there's well the kid was telling me that was that was telling the story uh his name is uh lance as a matter of fact uh he's about 20 early 20s and he was telling me uh mr lance was that uh the chinese very very much so are are lying to us about the coronavirus that there are many 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 more dead people than they're they're only reporting he said 67 dead but there's many more than that he he's sure of it because he's seen photographic evidence of this somewhere on the internet and uh so um he was raising the alarm here how old how old was this lance fella uh, 20 uh, 21 22 young young fella and uh, he's worried at least a little bit about the fact that the Chinese are lying to us about the coronavirus. So um, right now, I'm, I'm not going to get too excited. 
how does Corona, the beer company, feel about the name of this virus? I'm being serious. <laughs> Yo, I got too much to drink last night. I'm calling in sick with the coronavirus. Um, yeah, I think they got it. That can't be good for them. Uh, that's an unfortunate uh, word choice mm. on, for them. Although I did mm. read that uh, Corona, the beverage is doing quite well. It's actually, uh, I think, outselling Budweiser now. It's uh, they're, they're doing a good really? job. Yeah. Here's what I've got from BBC. This is um, a recent. Um, 106. China says 106 people have died from the new coronavirus, and the cases of newly infected have almost doubled. The number of total confirmed cases in China rose to 4,515 as of January 27th. That is today. Yeah. And... Um, the the day that we're recording this, not the day that you're listening to it. That's not mm. how podcasts works. How podcasts work. Yes. Um, and it's up from 2,835 a day earlier, which is kind of scary, actually, that it nearly doubles in a day. You know, what's really weird is somebody could listen to this, you know, somewhere in in the in the future the future and there'll be three people left yes and almost everybody's <laughs> gone and they're going, that's right hey, fucking guys why didn't you tell everybody more yeah. yeah it's like lance was right that that's what they'll they'll be spray painting on on walls you know it's like uh yeah uh fight club what, who's it uh, bob um, um robert paulson uh yeah what, what are they the, the uh meatloaf yeah, yeah, Robert Paulson. Um, anyway, they, everybody... Whoa, 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 possible New Jersey coronavirus case being investigated by health officials. Hold on one second. See, it's in your what neighborhood. What the fuck is this? It's in your neighborhood. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks like it's in North Jersey. There's some Hold blonde on. Asian uh, dude right now that's walking up and down your street, and he's uh, listening to K-pop music, whatever that is. And uh, well, Who's listening to K-pop? The blonde Asian kid that's walking by your house right now that has the fucking coronavirus. He's right waiting for you to walk out. No, but it wouldn't be a Korean kid. K-pop's Korean. It's Korean? Do, do Chinese people don't listen to K-pop? Is there a C-pop? What do, what do they listen to? Is there another? Chi-pop. God, I don't know. There's, there's so much we don't know. I, I hear they also like to eat, and you'll, you'll enjoy this. Um, this is an, another uh, thing that they were talking about in the sauna, was um, that the, the, the disease is a combination of the SARS virus and Ebola. And uh, part of the reason that it's spread uh, and it's taken off is because um, there's a propensity. Uh, people in China like to eat warm meat and when they what they mean by warm meat is the animal is just killed and they want to eat it before the animal cools off and they'll eat anything it's squirrels and rabbits and uh, wombats and whatever you know, chinese thing goes by that they can walk in the head and then sell to somebody real quickly in the market and they can eat it before it gets uh, before it cools off um uh, well, that's true. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't really know. It, it's yeah. it's it's kind of like U.S. politics. You don't you don't know. You, you get told a story, and you just got to go. Nah, it doesn't doesn't really sound right. I think. Yeah, I I, 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 I want to impeach this coronavirus. <laughs> it's believed that the new form of the coronavirus virus. This is what the article from NewJersey.com is spread from a seafood market in Wuhan where uh -huh. live animals are often sold in close See? contact with others like dogs, hares, raccoons, and civets. What the fuck's that a civet? A civet. That's a cat. It's kind of a cat. It's like the fucking cat that bit me. That's the market was shut down on January 1st. All right. I, 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 I haven't been listening. I've been listening to NPR a little bit today, but uh, hey, Dr. Oz on the coronavirus outbreak changes. There's new comments. Alarming. 
Yeah. Um, are we panicking yet? I mean, I when I, I mean, it's one case in New Jersey. I'm not too concerned right now. It's, it's, you know, when the Ebola thing was was going hot and heavy, I was in uh, as that was starting to take off. They said there was there was uh, they knew for sure that there were a few people that were in the United States that were uh, that had been exposed to Ebola, and they said one of them had gone through the Dallas airport. And I had heard the the uh, the tale of the guy going through the Dallas airport after just after I had passed through the Dallas airport, and I had seen this guy who definitely was. Um, from somewhere, uh, likely in Africa, he was dressed in a, a garb that was uh, led me to believe that he had uh, uh, not shopped anywhere in the United States. And uh, he was—he looked bad. He was coughing profusely, and he looked sick. And uh, I had gone by the guy, uh, not very close, but he was—he was—I was looking at him and thinking. I'd heard a little bit about the Ebola thing before then. I thought that guy really looks unhealthy. And then I got off uh, off the plane and heard some stories, and they said this guy had passed through Dallas. I had just gone through Dallas, and I thought. Fuck that was that was patient fucking zero. I just went by the guy, and uh, well, anyway, I lived. It it all worked out. Don't know if he made it, but uh, anyway, it turned out. I, you, I don't, you mean you have a pretty good immune system, though, don't you? I think I've I think I built up some stuff. Uh, you know, you're talking about the AFib thing. I've been uh, knock on. I guess this is. Do I got real wood here anyway? Uh, no, oh, it's kind of fake wood, but. Uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, my heart's been beating normally now for uh, over six months, which is a good thing. And uh, most of the last year, actually, even though I had a bunch of shit done last year. But uh, things are rolling along pretty good. I think I've been exposed to some, uh, some uh, illnesses over the years, and I, I think I'm good. I think I'm vaccinated. I think I'm inoculated. I think I'm, I think I'm okay. You think you're going to make it? Is what you're saying. I'm not worried about the, about the whole thing. I'm really uh-huh. not. Um, I went to church again on Sunday. Your your um, father-in-law? So no, we 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 visited. Okay, so this was okay. So Rachel's dad, who's he's a he's a church geek because he's a you know he's a minister. So he he uh, he's he's tuned into what's going on on the church scene. So I I kind of heard that what he was going to tell us the story uh, about this uh, about this man with a big organ. Um, he was uh, no, there's a, there's a church in Iowa City um, that has. Uh, so there was a the University of Iowa had this monstrous pipe organ that was in a building that got flooded uh, in uh, I guess uh, uh, what year would that have been probably uh, 2008 uh, that they had a, the big floods in in uh, Iowa City and and uh, actually in Cedar Rapids here where I live and uh, so anyway they had this this building got flooded and this pipe organ was in the building um, the building was pretty much uh, cashed out but uh, the organ. Um, was not it was in a position that it didn't uh, get into the floodwaters but the university decided that they were going to start all over they wanted to give it away um and this church had the opportunity to go in and um and and scavenge the, the organ out of the building and take it uh, off site and uh this thing is huge and uh, when i say huge it's uh, it's uh um Probably the biggest pipes from top to bottom are like 30 feet tall, and uh, um, it's just this this huge monstrous thing with um, like three keyboards and um, all these. Um, it's 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 incredible. But anyway, so they they moved it to this new, and then they built a literally built a, a new church around this organ this this uh, presbyterian group did and uh um, it's it's quite spectacular so anyway he wanted to go down and go to this service down there and hear the organ i thought oh, that sounds kind of cool so um we went down there and uh, you know it was it was your normal 
you know your normal church service although they they had, they had a really good music program they did some other st- stuff they had a bell choir and all that stuff and it was it was pretty good but at the end after the service was done the guy that uh, that plays the organ for them that uh, is uh, he's he's a really talented uh, yeah organist <laughs> musician yeah, i think it's an yeah sure yeah. organist yeah. I think. so so he they, they i guess at the end of every service they kind of let him cut loose and play something um that um is is a big big longer uh kind of song in a god of davida maybe yeah. no i was kind of hoping for that so yeah he, he so, but anyway so he's played some big uh you know and it was a uh wasn't necessarily a churchy sounding song but it was you know it wasn't in a god of davida so he did it and it, it, there was a big um big 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 huge ending on this song and it was really spectacular and it was it was the people that go to this church all the time they were kind of like standing around at the end of it and um not really they've heard it enough that maybe they're not so impressed but there's some people that were there that were like kind of clapping and yeah that was great and there was a, a woman beside me that um this older woman that was um standing there and i said wow that was great and she she was like oh are you visiting here and i go um yeah we just came down where you know, i kind of told her a little bit about the thing and I yeah, said, how far away was it uh it's about a not that far like a 40 minute drive so it's so not very far to get the whole there. family went uh, Rachel and I and her parents, and then um, the um, two grandkids, and um, it was fun. It, it, it so when I'm telling this woman, you know, the little story about why why we why we were there, I said to her like just what you said. I didn't say Anagata Davida, but I said, "Does the guy ever take requests?" And she looked at me kind of funny, and I said, "I would love to hear take me out to the ball game or something." <laughs> Right, and she gave me this look like I was saying something satanic or something. I was like, like this. What? What are you? Hey, what? What? Take me out to the ball game? But no, come on, somebody. I know for sure, somebody has snuck a a another sound system into there with you know drums and guitars and whatever somebody snuck their shit in there and let the keyboard somebody else play keyboards and they have rocked that place i'm i'm sure Mm -hmm. for sure and listen i i I, even if you're a church organist you know depending on your age you play other things you know like yeah when, when when cameron was taking guitar lessons early i forgot the girl's name um she was in her 20s late 20s really soft spoken like like straight blonde hair like even though cameron may have been as young as 13 14 when she was giving music lessons she was not your typical guitar teacher but she would still teach him like led zeppelin and black sabbath songs and other stuff and i think she also taught piano and keyboards too you know like every time i would walk by I think I was still married at the time. Every time I would walk by their lesson, I felt like I was interrupting. It felt like a real, I think I've talked about this. I think I said it was like a really weird, it felt like a weird independent film, right? You okay. know, like, like, you know, she could have been 27, but you know, like her, her attire and her whole thing. I'm not saying she wasn't cool. I really didn't know her well. I think her name was Christina and she kind of looked and seemed like just like, she didn't seem like someone that would be rocking out on anything but i think she was a good teacher you know like but she wasn't your t- typical burnout and and like it, it felt like there was like some weird romantic relationship but there wasn't like that would be creepy but it felt like it was like one of those movies you know those you know welcome to the dollhouse like a todd solon's film like 
and 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 again, it was always like I was just like I feel like I should leave right now. It's not for me. And 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 she, but she's the kind of person that you know, like I think she could be at the church, and I just assume that she went to church a lot and was playing instruments at a church. You know, acoustic yeah. guitar, piano, organ. Like I could see her rocking out. You know, like but it would still be refined. You know, it would still be that sort of like. And whether it's Inagata DeVita, although that, that, I don't know if you could play that on the organ. I guess anyone could play something on the organ, right? Yeah, that's uh, I would love to hear like an Imagine Dragon song in church, you know? Yes, I don't yes. even like them. Inagata DeVita's got an organ riff in it. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, I think it yeah. does, right? The it's Hammond a long B- fucking song. Of course it does. Yeah, it's got that Hammond B6 thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, uh, independent films, I guess it's an independent film. I don't know. Did you see Uncut Gems? No, I saw The Gentleman. Oh. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's uh, the it's a um, Guy Ritchie directed movie. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, well, I've seen I've seen the trailer. It looks really interesting, really good. Yeah, so a British gangster kind of thing. Matthew McConaughey, and, right? Um, it's got Matthew McConaughey. It's got Jeremy Strong from Succession is in it, right? And he is awesome. He's in it. yeah, he's so good. He is quirky and strange, and uh, it's got Charlie Hunnam, uh, the guy that was Jacks uh, on the uh, biker thing. Yeah, the yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Right, right. It, there's another American, isn't there? Uh, yeah, there's, uh, well, I'm trying to... Colin Farrell, right? Colin, Colin Farrell is in it. I'm trying to yeah. get Americans. I was just trying to go through my list of who's in it that's American. Uh, not really too much. Uh, really, so surpri- how, surprisingly... How'd you like it? Uh, it is... Uh, I thought it was really good. Um, th- uh, really good performance from... Uh, uh, oh, what the hell's his name? That British uh, dude, uh, the Hugh Jackman. Or not Hugh Jackman. Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, excuse me, yeah. 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 Hugh, Hugh Grant has, um, I've seen pictures of Hugh Grant uh, lately. He's, uh, um, he's uh, he didn't age in a pretty way, um, put it that way. Did he have weird teeth in or something? Uh, or am I may- making that up? Well, yeah. I don't know if his teeth are just, if he's got kind of weird teeth or if he's, but overall, I okay, they could have put a fat suit on him or he's gotten fat. Uh, they could have put bad teeth in him or he's got bad teeth. I don't I mean, I don't really know. It's hard to, hard to know, but I, mean, just, I just Googled it and I saw a picture of he and uh, Matthew McConaughey, which I assume, um, I assume was a recent picture of him and he didn't look bad at all. Okay. He, he looked slim and. Fifty-one so percent on Metacritic, IMDb eight point one percent, and seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a lot. Like if you like the Snatch, that movie, or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or Two Smoking Barrels, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. how that was, um, Two Smoking Barrels, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's along those lines, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, chick from uh, Downton Abbey, Michelle. Dockery, I think her name. She's yeah, a, I have no idea who she is. She kind of looks familiar, but I have no idea. I've never seen Dalton. She's kind of got that look like a lot of... Uh, she's, she's, I don't know. Um, who the hell is Bugsy Malone? Bugsy Malone? I don't know. He's a black rapper or something. British rapper and actor from Manchester. Don't He's know. in it. I guess there was, there was a few I'm just guys. looking at the full cast list here. A few black guys. A lot of tough guys. A lot of, you know, gangsters. So he was probably one of those guys. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, it's, if you like that, you know, if you like that style movie, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, but uh, we went to one of the, so we go to the, 
to one of the the, the movies you know, theaters now where it's, you know you go in and they've got a really nice bar place when you walk into the into there and uh, everything's assigned seating they got the big cushy reclining seats with heaters and you can get blankets and they'll do uh, you know if you order food or drink or whatever they'll bring it right to your you know to your assigned seat and all that stuff and uh I I was really challenged because the first thing I you know, get in there and I kind of get the chair back and get the heater on and I'm thinking I'm going to fall asleep I'm just going to totally just and this is going to be like a $35 nap um, but um, I did manage to for the most part I, I guess I nodded just for like a half a second and just pinched myself and just like wake, wake the fuck up you know but uh, for a little I, I there's I don't know I'm I, when I go to a movie I don't need that much comfort <laughs> um I'd rather make make me sit up straight and watch the damn movie. I I, I don't know. It's uh, it's too easy to fall asleep. I, I'd rather I'd rather be upright, a little more upright. And uh, anyway, that's just me. Strange, but uh, but you stayed awake. I did stay awake. I did see the whole thing. I, I really did. But uh, you know. So so the Asian dude um, Henry Golding, who was in, I think he was the unknown, who was in the was uh he he didn't do much acting he was in crazy rich asians okay. he was in it yeah yeah how was that guy uh he's the, there's uh three or four asian guys that are you know there's asian bad guys uh and uh i, I don't think he played the most interesting uh, of the uh, uh i guess there were three main kind of asian bad guys uh he was probably the his character was the least interesting of the three probably so yeah, it, is Matthew McConaughey playing an American? Uh, yes, okay. he is. He is the only. Yeah, that would be the only American I think in the whole thing, actually, because they did. They let. Um, well, Jeremy Strong is American, but is he playing British? Uh, he plays British, and uh, I believe, pretty sure, Eddie Marson. You know who he is? Um, he's the. I, one of, I do know who he is, but I, like I recognize his face, but I don't really know. Who he is? Well, for the last uh, several years, he's been on uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Ray, 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 uh, uh, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Yeah, he's okay. one of the brothers on Ray Donovan, uh, oh. and he does a real good job in that. Uh, but yeah, hmm. so he's he's British. He does the British role, uh, and but they all and uh, even though Colin Farrell's Irish, right? And uh, yeah, he's Irish, right? right. And he's doing. He's, he's not really doing an Irish accent. I know it's strange. I talked to a guy. Down at that church, there was a guy that I talked to for a, a bit, and um, he had the strangest accent, and I was trying to figure it out, and I finally asked him. And uh, the guy was raised, uh, at least he said he, he uh, spent um, part the first part of his life in Scotland, and then uh, his family relocated to South Africa. So he had this Afrikaner, South African thing, which is always strange to me, mixed with scottish and it was just bizarre i see the picture now bugsy malone i don't remember this guy even in the movie but anyway who knows i'm not sure it was worth it was worth the money hmm yeah. Yeah, so jeremy strong was in in that uh aaron sorkin movie that i worked on uh the trial of the chicago seven right so right, he plays yeah. jerry rubin um, he was a who was an American social activist, anti-war leader, and counterculture icon during the '60s and '70s, um, and then later became a successful businessman. Businessman. Um, anyway, it, it's uh, and 
I don't know. There was something. Anytime I saw him, I said, he, there, "There seems to be. He, he seems to have an intensity to him." I should ask my friend who uh, was a driver on Succession about him. Although my friend uh, John is a uh, you know late fifties Irish guy who's just your quintessential Irish guy who's worked in the service industry most of his life, and he's just everybody likes him. You know, there's. I don't think there's. So I think that people asking him how they are is different because someone could be the biggest dick and John could turn their day around. He's just that guy. He's the leprechaun. The the Irish. No, he just he's he 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 has he has this incredible ability to to make you feel you're the most important person in the world and you know even even there was a moment where his father was very sick in ireland and it was right before the holidays of in 2018 right before christmas and honestly if you didn't know him well and you didn't you weren't like friends with him you never would have known it you know like right. he doesn't put his troubles on you at all. You're like, what the fuck? I mean, he 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 reiterated what the Irish goodbye was because he'll walk right over to you, start a conversation, then boom, just disappear. Like, uh. happened? All right, cool. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, he's the reason I went down to, or you know, that I said yes to going down to Florida. He's just like he was just because I was on the fence. I'm like, what if the union calls me? I don't want to say no, whatever. He's like, you know, you got to take the work and take the work, go down. Yeah. Said, yeah, sure. And I didn't text into the union, didn't let them know I was available. I don't think I, I would have been called anyway, but it's sort of that weird thing. But yeah, he, um, yeah, I, I, that Jeremy Strong has been in a lot. I saw him in Molly's game. He, he seems to work a lot. I think he's going to get a lot of work too. Cause, uh, he's good. He really is. Yeah. He, uh, I looked him up once, uh, when I was obsessed with, uh, succession and getting through it, I was like, what's his story? Like, where did he come from? He actually worked in production. He was like a production assistant and sort of moved along. So, but, uh, he's, he's good. His uh, character in, uh, in the, the gentleman, he's sort of a, uh, sort of a gayish sort of, uh, character. So anyway, it's good. Overtly gay or just sort of it's um, implied? Implied. It's more mm-hmm. implied. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's no... Uh, yeah. No, it's only an hour and 55 minutes, which is short for a movie these days. There um, are some longer ones. There really have been some long-ass movies lately. And I still have not gotten all the way through the fucking Irishman. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my plan minutes. is, before it leaves, uh, it's still around, but I, I, I do want to see Uncut Gems. And uh, I want to see Ford versus Ferrari before the uh, Academy Awards. Uh, even though you and I were speaking before we started, you were saying that um, you had watched part of the Grammys last night. Uh, I have not watched any award shows in a few years. Um, <laughs> but I do want to watch. I don't know. I, for some reason this year, I've seen more of the Grammy movies, and I feel like maybe if I caught those two, then I'd have a little, uh, a little better idea. I'll, even though I don't think Uncut Gems has gotten any really, hasn't really gotten any nominations, has it? I'm not sure. Which one? Uncut Gems. Mm, don't believe so. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Right. So. The the so here's I didn't watch much of the Grammys. I watched maybe the first forty five minutes, and we kind of scanned through it a little bit. I was with my girlfriend Susie, and uh, she she um she loves live. She loves um award shows, really does. And and Liz, what was that? You all right? You good? 
You there? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. I just I heard like a door creaking or something. What was that? <laughs> what was what was happening? Uh, I went to I, went, I grabbed something out of I grabbed a beer out of the refrigerator. Oh, you okay? I spilled a beer before. Um, yeah. so I mean. It was. I, I thought you're talking. I, I got time to do this, and then no, as no, I was totally would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just sort of <laughs> as I was doing it, the the uh, the uh, wire on my headphones popped off, and I couldn't hear you. <laughs> so yeah, I figured you couldn't hear me. I, I mean, I don't in. have a refrigerator up here, but I do have a very large uh, beer. You know, the Oma Gang, uh, Three Philosophers. Oh, good. You know, from Cooperstown, and uh, it's uh, you know we're, we're just uh, to see where nine point seven percent. I have uh, a alcohol uh, by volume. I have a great notion brewing company. It's called Juice Junior. Mm-hmm. It's from uh, Portland, Oregon. All right. So let's, okay. anyway, so you were saying. Right, so anyway, so I was watching the uh, Grammys yes. last yeah. night. Um, uh, so Susie has um, a Hulu Live, and she was which she watches on the. You know the Apple TV 4K whatever, and yeah. and I think with Hulu, I know I've never used it, but you can record. Now, how much you can record? This is like the live Hulu, which is um, it's like forty five dollars per month, something like that. Yeah, they got the DVR, and, and you can record. Now, I don't know how much you can record. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, you can't really skip through commercials on things. I think when you're recording with the DVR, you can skip through commercials for some. I really think it depends on. The- on the agreement, the contract for whatever the show, I really don't know the network and all of it. So anyway, so Lizzo opens the show. Okay. Now the, the Grammys was was um, at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. So it was uh, there was a lot of mentions of Kobe Bryant, sure, who, yeah. who tragically died in a helicopter crash yesterday mm-hmm. uh, in Calabasas. Up in the hills, um, it was he. It was nine people died. He, his thirteen-year-old daughter. They were going to his youth, to her youth basketball tournament or something, or something with another family with another girl. Nine in total. There were a lot of. From what I've heard, there was a lot of things. So now, I was surprised. Like my, I was uh, with Cameron, and and he was. He was like, "Did you hear Kobe Bryant died?" I was like, "No." And, and what the fuck, you know? He's, he was only forty-one years old, but keep in mind, I think I think he went pro right after high school, and yes. was pro from like eighteen. Yeah, his parents yeah. had to sign for him to get into the NBA because he was seventeen when he signed. They just almost yep, 18. right, right. But yeah, right. So anyway, so so it was just like, and I realized he retired a couple. He played for twenty years, right? So you know, he retired a few years ago. Right, and, and I, apparently he's a, he's been a philanthropist. He's really involved in something. And then moments after Cameron mentioned it to me, Kylie sent me a text. Did you did you hear Kobe Bryant died? And I'm like, it was like I was just surprised she knew who Kobe Bryant was because right. you know LeBron James. Yes, I understand. Kylie's not a basketball fan. She doesn't know much. But apparently, I guess because she's on the dance team, she hears about the. She hears, like, some of the kids say, Kobe, when they take shots, right? So I guess, you know, if you're a basketball player, you're going to be, you know, it's LeBron James and, you know, Kevin Durant and, you know, Kobe. And, I mean, it's pretty fascinating that he played for the Los Angeles Lakers for 20 years. 20, his entire career. That's unheard of this day and age. In, In all sports, in all four major sports, 
unheard of that you spend your entire career with one team. Yes. So he's and so they're they're hosting the Grammys in the Staples Center. Now I don't know when the Staples Center uh, Staples Center opened, but Lizzo started with you know a thing about Kobe Bryant, and then did her whole thing, and then Alicia Keys was the host, and she was talking about it, it was a whole thing you know and it's just so tragic though that uh you know that the, especially the daughters i mean all of them you know but yeah the sad. kids being along that it was yeah just uh i mean they did a shitty. nipsey there was a nipsey i didn't see this but they did a nipsey hustle um who passed away earlier this year or in 2019 and uh, before he even got as big as he probably would have gotten yeah exactly. really like positive you know inspirational hip-hop artist from la i think la as well yeah and they was. did a whole thing about kobe as well and uh and then so there was an alicia keys thing there was alicia keys was there like her family was there in like the second row it was swiss swiss beats i think he's a he's a producer and uh, they have a few kids there, and then there was some dude sitting with them that had like, he seemed like he had dreadlocks and like a white mask or a white face paint. I didn't. It was. I was like, who, who's that guy? I still haven't Googled it. I'm like, what's going on with that guy? <laughs> oh, so so much. Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, on the uh, uh, Ariana Grande performed. I didn't see the whole thing though. But the one thing that surprises me is as i'm sitting there watching i'm like who's that i don't know who that is who's that like it's like <laughs> like i kind of know i do know who tanya tucker is oh, and God. she's got to be like in her mid-70s and she's performing with some young artists she's only 60 i think no she's not look her up dude she's like 61 stop it she looks fucking horrible she looks Hold like a fucking there's keeper. no way tanya tucker age 61 are you fucking kidding me <laughs> she looks like the crypt no, okay there. she's down as shit okay with for that kind of thing but oh my no no i just she was born in 1958 holy yeah. fuck she looks rough dude something yeah. you know who also looked so odd is what's her name um um shania twain shania she's twain had done, man. She's had yeah she's had work and done shit. Yeah. and so apparently she was married um to that producer mutt lang okay yeah and so so i knew that i didn't know this but i saw her and she's wearing this dress and her face is round and and she's not that much older than me um how uh, i don't know let me see maybe she is okay she's 54 she was born okay. in 1964 right at 65 and and so she was married from 1993 to 2010 she was married to mutt lang and apparently it was a thing. This is according to Susie, who surprisingly knows a lot about Keeps a up, lot yeah. of celebrities. Like I have Pop no idea. She knows, like, yeah. I don't see People Magazine and Us Magazine. I don't see her on. I'm like, how the fuck do you know this shit? You know, and and so it sounded fascinating, <laughs> but I'm like, and then because Shania Twain was pretty beautiful and she was huge. Yes. She was huge, but apparently uh, she was. There was some Stockholm syndrome with Mutt Lang, you know. Wonder, and, uh, you know, she. I saw a picture of her too, and, and uh, she obviously has had some uh, some nip tuck going on. And uh, I want. I just wonder, like, um, uh, what's his name? Um, so, 
I'm trying to think of the the chick from uh, the Bangles, Susanna Hoff. Is that her name? Uh, yeah, the the yeah the yeah dog. Susanna. Uh, she's married to uh, the director uh, right. who did Bombshell. Uh, yeah. So have you seen her? She she's this about the same age as okay. She's the same age, I believe, as uh, Tanya Tucker. And look at her. She's she's. I don't think she's had any work done. She looks fantastic. I guess it's just it's genetics. It is. But um, I, I felt honestly. Bad. I swear. I I watched. I looked at Tanya Tucker. I saw in the her in the audience first, and then she was performing with another artist. Don't know who the artist was. Younger. It's uh, the Brandy Carlisle, I think, is who she was with. I don't know. She. I didn't she, see the show, but I know she's. Yeah. Yeah, Susanna Huff looks pretty good. She was, she was, yeah, she was born in 1959. She's a year, a little, like six months younger than Tanya Tucker. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's, wow, yeah, two different wow. stories there. But I th- Jay Roach, t- Jay Roach is her husband who directed uh, Bombshell. Yeah, there you go. And a couple of documentaries and some other stuff. Uh, Dinner for Schmucks and, yeah, some documentaries. Uh, wow. Um so, you're saying Brandy Carlisle, yeah? Yeah, I think it was. Brandy Carlisle. Is she a lesbian? I would guess, maybe. Uh, I'm, I should know this. Uh, there's No, no, I don't really don't know. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption. I think based. she is gay. I'm pretty sure she is. Uh, and, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Personal life. Personal life. Uh, yeah, she identified herself as a lesbian. Okay. Uh, this is back in 2002. I don't know much. I don't, honestly, I don't know anything about um, Brandy Carlisle. I kind of know her name. Nouveau country sort of thing. Uh, I, I, she's part of this high, high women uh, group thing. That's, they're doing this uh, kind of a, there's a super group country music super group thing that uh, has been touring, and she's been a part of that. And uh, I think it's Nouveau Country. Although I haven't really listened to her. I've listened to a song or two here and there. Uh, I can't tell you what they were called or anything like that. Um, it didn't It didn't grab me, I guess, as much. Um, out of all that group, there's one uh, There's one person there that um, the... Um, i trying to remember what her name is. I've seen her, in, I've seen her live. Uh, anyway, it, it escapes me. But there was one of them that I, that I liked more than the rest. But... Um, yeah, it's the kind of nouveau country sort of thing. Um, stuff that they don't play on mainstream country radio, but is not Americana, folkish, countryish, whatever you call that stuff these days. It's getting, you know, there's a lot of people that listen to it. It's uh, If you go to a lot of the festivals and stuff now, that's what predominantly, I think, is at a lot of the festivals um, in, in a lot of cases. Listen, but I know who Blake Shelton is. He performed with his wife. Wife? I don't think they're married yet. Maybe they're not married. Do they have a kid together? No, um, she's too old to have had a kid with him, right? I don't think they've had a kid. I don't know how old she is. Um, she's older than him. She was born in 69, so she's she's my age, a little bit older than me. She's 50, going on 51. And I... I that's... Uh, what's her name? <laughs> From the... No Doubt. Uh, Gwen yeah. Stefani. Gwen that's Stefani. the one. That's what, yeah. Gwen Stefani, right? So they met on The Voice. On The Voice. Now, now Blake Shelton. I, I said to Susie, I'm like Blake Shelton. Like, like who did people know him before The Voice? Now she said he was like the biggest, like country music star, and would win at the country 
the, yeah. you know, the Country Music Awards every year for years. He's, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's very likable. He's a he has a really good personality huge. on that show, at least. Like, yeah, yeah, right. And and he's younger than than her. He's, I believe, in his late thirties. Um, he, maybe he's forty, but he's got to be like in his forties by now. But um, but she's probably got a good eight nine years on him. Yeah. Um, but they performed together. She was wearing some sort of like Kinsiera, like a white wedding kind of dress, but it was sort of this Mexican thing. And he was in like a very traditional tuxedo with you know, with a vest and the whole thing. It was it, not tuxedo, but a nice suit. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was like a love song between the two of them. And I was like, okay. But I think it's the first time, not the first time that they performed together, but maybe the first time that they did an original song together. Right. Sure. Which I don't. I would. I don't know if it's been recorded and released and what that will do but you know got me thinking about like wow those that those shows must be just money for all of them and totally you know build their audience beyond what they would have because it gets to the point where you're just like okay you are Blake Shelton but your audience is there it's your built in audience and then next thing you know now there are people that would never listen to your music that are exposed to you and potentially your music. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, Billie Eilish won a lot of awards. That's what I heard. And I saw what she was wearing, and she did kind of have on the mask thing for a while anyway. Like, she was worried about the about the corona uh, virus. Uh, she did was, she really? I don't know. Yeah. For the first part, they showed her she was she had a mask thing over her well, nose and her mouth, although it, was a, it wasn't a hospital-looking thing. It was very stylish, uh, sort she's, of. She's, she's 18 years old. Yeah. Um, and uh, she... She makes music with her brother, Phineas, who's in his early 20s, like 22, 23. They were homeschooled in L.A., as far as I know. I think uh, their parents are in the entertainment industry. Like, I think the dad was an actor or stuntman or something like that. I'm totally wrong. But Kylie's been a big fan since before she became super, super famous. Um, she, she, she and her brother were wearing some sort of Louis Vuitton matching outfit kind of deal. She wears very baggy clothing. Yeah, and the whole thing about that, I think, is not to be sexualized. And I think there was, a, you know, is it's which when I realized that, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, totally get it. Like, I'm not against it. You know, I've got a six, a soon to be sixteen year old daughter who's developed, who wears short shorts and a tight shirt, and like, you just, I just think about like older dudes who are not. You know, I mean, I look, it's not because she's my daughter. I can see a face and go like, oh, that's a young kid, you know, but I don't think that's everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, they, they, I hear a lot of kids and a lot of adults say what you just said. You know, you know she's, she wears the baggy clothes and that's cool. And then, you know, but then I never see a kid walking around with that. Not really very often anyway. I didn't, for sure. The thing that she had on last night, the, it kind of looked like a, kind of looked like a ghillie suit. No. Uh, um, I thought she was gonna try to hide in a bush or something. I don't know. I, I didn't see much of it actually. I'm just making all this up. I just saw the pictures today, but um, it's, it's she can do what she wants to do. That's fine. And I saw the guy with the lampshade, uh, kind of a lampshade. Never, I didn't see a lampshade. And I didn't know who the fuck he was either. You were talking about you didn't know who people were. They mm-hmm. they said in the caption who the guy was, and I was like, I don't know. And I always get confused when I see pictures. They'll say uh, um, they'll say um, hits and misses at last night's 
Grammy Awards, and there, there's a picture of somebody, and I'm like, I'm looking at the picture, and I'm going, was that a hit? Or was that was that a miss? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what you know. I've never known by the picture whether that was whether they're telling me that was good or that was bad. But uh. <laughs> so I found this. I found the answer to who the dude with the mask is. I, I wrote mask face Grammys. Google is this so the same good guy with the mask lampshade mask. Hat? No, this is not lampshade hat. This is mask face, and I, this is literally my Google search. No quotes. Mask face Grammys. Today's show, 2020 Grammys. Alicia Keys stepson wore skeleton face paint. I didn't even click on these. Just Cosmopolitan. There's a guy at the Grammys wearing skeleton face paint, and Twitter is losing it. Like I was gonna go on Twitter or Reddit last night to just find out, and it's like Swizz Beats, 19 year old. This is the Daily Mail. 19-year-old son note Marcato confuses Grammy viewers with his bizarre skeleton paint. I just ah. I just googled ah. I just googled guy with hat at Grammys, and uh, his name is Billy Porter. I, I have no idea who the fuck guy with Billy what Porter. guy with hat. Oh, I know who Billy Porter is. Billy Porter. <laughs> Billy He's Porter. Got some crazy eye makeup too. He he wore that like dress tuxedo at the Oscars. Okay. I believe, or maybe it was the Emmys. Is he a singer? What's he do? No, he's an actor. He's an actor. He was, he's in the TV show Pose. Okay. Um, I don't even know. I think it's on FX, maybe. I don't really know. And and he was, Billy Porter was in another show. Um, I, I typed in Billy. <laughs> and, of course, Siri Knowledge. Billy Joel. No, I'm not interested. Billy Porter. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I saw that outfit, but I didn't see the lampshade hat. <laughs> there's, well, you know, there's an, another artist. There's a gay um, country musician, kind of country alternative guy. Do you know who that guy is? No. He was at the awards. He wears a very similar hat with a full-on lampshade covering his face completely. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um young dude in his 20s like i think he's like what, pretty what, buff what google uh what google okay uh, uh, gal- cowboy gay cowboy, cowboy. <laughs> musician gay l- lampshade face mask <laughs> this is oh here he is orville pack Orville Peck. <laughs> meet orville Peck, the mask country musician vogue all right <laughs> Uh, Ellie Goulding's hat mocked at Thanksgiving Cowboy halftime show. All right, um, <laughs> it's it's Orville Pack. So if you Google Orville Pack, he's actually pretty good. Um, he was at the uh, at the Grammys. Oh, okay. Now I don't know if he was nominated. I see the for picture. Anything. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't really, know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I I'm I'm not sure I'm cool enough to understand this, but. Uh, yeah, I guess. What what's his name? Uh, who who's the who's the dude? Old Old Town Road. Uh, Little Nas X. L- Little Nas X. He was there. He was wearing a crazy. He had on like a purple hat thing that was big and ridiculous, and it almost looked like one of those foam hats, like for at an old school football game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tyler, the creator, won best rap album you know um and he came out and he he was with his mom and he gives his mom a big hug and susie was saying how much she hates tyler the creator and i really like tyler the creator like i don't love all of his music but i like him and 
and he came up there and he took a really long time they started playing the music playing off and like i really liked and appreciated his his um his thank you uh, his speech he took real slow and he went one and he talked about his good friend that was up on stage with him he was like hugging his mom his mom was like crying and and he he thanked um he he thanked his fans a lot because he he has this thing where he's not really accepted in the hip-hop community he's not embraced in the hip-hop community all the time but his fans have always accepted him because he's kind of like a like an outsider like he doesn't necessarily fit into a box of right. what you'd expect from like black culture right like Tyler, that's my Tyler take on creator, it you, yeah yeah and yeah. and he he was he thanked he really thanked pharrell williams and See the for, for the three, this album the three on his hat is that the guy um maybe i'm not sure he's he's got a show on vice um nuts and bolts or something where he just does different things like he makes his own sneaker uh that's a different guy different guy sorry no so tyler tyler creators i i like the dude i think he's a fascinating character and um he's the guy that a little while ago i think earlier last year there was the possibility that he and Will Smith's um, son, Jaden Smith, may have had like some sort of gay thing going on. Okay. Or there was a little bit of they were playing on Twitter or something. They yeah. could have just been fucking around. But Pharrell is an incredible producer. Sure. Yeah. And 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 Pharrell was also a nerd, and he was like skateboarder, and he was like so again, he's another guy that sort of may not. Check all the boxes for being in the black community. You know, what I'm saying like outside of that, you know, like rap thing. But he's a he's a hell of a producer. As a matter of fact, I would highly recommend um, uh, just googling Rick Rubin Pharrell. Something I came across on um, on uh, YouTube, and they they're interviewing, they're talking to one. It's just really a conversation between the two of them about producing and how to get stuff out of artists, and it was just really good you know like what a producer brings to a collaboration with an artist and sort of so you know and it was odd that they played him off so quickly hmm. you know but uh yeah so there, there were a few things that were pretty good about it but i've i don't think i'd ever watched a a full grammys broad i don't think i've ever watched any award show all the way through <laughs> you know? it's been a long time since i have but uh you know Someday, I guess I might do that again. I don't know. I, I, I we were talking. I, I don't have. Uh, I had the Hulu Live. I dropped it. Now I got tried Sling for a month, and it's not impressing me so much either. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm having a hard time landing on it on a on a streaming platform that I might like or or use. So we'll see. So did you cut the cord completely with? Yeah, yeah. Cable? Yeah. How long ago did you do it? Oh, uh, quite a while. Uh, we, we were back on with that deal for a while, and then, but we weren't watching that ever either. We had the cable company basically that was we're getting that we had been using to get our uh, internet connectivity from uh, couldn't provide us um, fast enough uh, connectivity speed. Uh, their their fastest speed was uh, not going to work, so I went a different direction. And but the the old company that we had, it was cheaper to include their kind of like their basic cable package with the internet thing to, right yeah to yeah that, that that's how it's kind of priced right now yeah so we had gone that what route, keep, yeah but now this company with now they don't 
they're a little different and it's it's working better just to have the cable thing although they've been every month they keep trying to offer something different and try to yeah it's, it's kind of, it's what they do they give you their or they make a deal is better or we'll include this and this and this and they'd be like you can't get out of it and then you kind of price everything with internet yeah nobody cares about a home telephone no it's ridiculous and that's all i really want is like super fucking fast internet and the rest of it i can figure out as i go you know and when you're going out you're going to a movie at the place with the chaise lounges and the fucking uh heat heated seats and all that shit and the bar service you're spending you know 35 40 bucks to go to a movie you might as well just stay home and stream something even if it's new i i used to sometimes look at the you know uh i they you know stream it now for nine bucks or something something that's brand new or something like that and i'd be like nine bucks geez that sounds expensive oh fuck that that's cheap really compared to going out well considering what it costs to go out and do the whole thing yeah sure yeah yeah so what the hell might as well just go that route but uh yeah i i, I can't watch a two-hour movie at home in the movie theater at least it's i'm paying i'm sitting there it's a whole thing i'm gonna be like i'm gonna fight to stay awake but <laughs> i try to turn something on at home i'm a uh, you know i can't keep up with anything like like i'm thinking like tonight after you know it's what time is it here it's not even 11 o'clock here it's almost 11 and i don't have to rush and get up early in the morning like i'm gonna watch something i'll be asleep in a couple of minutes and i can't even figure out what to watch and that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let mr big voice take us out Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.